We are back with Inside the Show. It is counting down the days where season two, set two, is coming. We are going to go over what we thought about season one, set one, and just this format of LMB's show, Diamond Dynasty, that, that we have now, and much more. But welcome back in. I'm Scuffy. He's Gooks. You know the deal by now. I appreciate you guys all tuning in. I know it's been about like two weeks, but you know, we felt like have a full blown and pack action episode today. We got player of month to go over. Uh, we got, I mean, the new set two news and much more, but let's go right from the rip. And that is player of month. Um, I Cougs, this has been player month has been, you know, from year to year out has been either, the model has changed a bit, right? Last year we saw the model change. This year come back, it feels more like 21, should I say? I, right? Yeah, I mean, would... it's got elements of of both. Um, uh -huh. Like, you know, there's a little bit of structural difference from 22, but it didn't, even with the parallel XP grind still being a main part of the program, it still felt like it was, to me, more enjoyable to grind because it had different statistical missions and stuff. So overall, yeah, it, it, it has its similarities, but it's also different enough, I think, to make it actually feel like it's 23's version of, of monthly awards. Yes, because I, I know you were a big advocate of you just really didn't. I, the, the the last year's format just didn't do it for us, right? Um, I felt like, and I, I had to know that you were being enjoyed because once again, just like we saw in 21 for April, 23, we see the same thing where you finish first. You're able to discover Lightning Matt Chapman, um, who was the Lightning Carver, of course, if you haven't been paying attention to the show the past week. And yeah, I, I got to ask you, you were done with that, like, what, two to three hours? About two How and a half the, hours, yeah. Did did every moment just had to go your way? Because me, I freaking the Doyle, the Senzo moment, I was <laughs> raging. I was raging. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've been, I enjoyed the hell of that. This is my first monthly program I finished probably in two years. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, go back to my question. How the yeah, heck no. did you do that quick? It, so, okay. I... I had a feeling that something was going to happen. Um, and really the way I was able to do this was um, because of tops now. So with tops now, they release what six, eight cards every week. Um, and they give you a bunch of moments to do. And they give you a tops now mission where you have to tally up a thousand parallel XP with the tops now players from that week. But then they also have those tops now flashback stat missions with the Ryan McMahon, the Guriel, the Cindergard, the Michael King. If you had completed all of the moments and done the 1000 parallel XP, you had everything you needed to be completed with the moments for uh, completed with the progress for that week. If you then did one of the flashback stat missions, you would get points in the program. But when the next week came up, those points wouldn't count towards yep. the next rewards. So me, I what I did is on every one of those flashback stat missions is I got, so let's take McMahon, five extra base hits. I got four extra base hits with him when the program dropped. I just got my fifth. I got my last hit with Guriel, you know, so on and so forth. So I actually also discovered 
the last two tops now cards. I finished that program first as well, which then gave me the 15 points in the collection yep. for the monthly awards. And from there, I just had a head start and I just went, you know, I, I got through the moments fast, all that type of stuff. So really, it's not that I did anything like super out of the ordinary to get this done. I was just kind of I just had a feeling that this would be the smart thing to do with holding on on the stat missions. And then, you know, I, I also think some people just aren't necessarily as efficient when they do parallel XP grinds like mm -hmm. to, I, I keep track in my head with every player or on my notes app. I write down after every at bat. OK, this is where I'm at with its parallel XP. And, you know, when I complete a mission, I quit, add a new card in, and so on and so forth. So it really comes down to being just smart and efficient. Um, these grinds are not meant to be done in two or three hours. No. They're meant to be a little <laughs> bit more of a grind. But, uh, yeah, no, for me, I, I like that. Uh, I like this almost like the speed run element of it. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll try again to get that uh, uh, discovery in, in May's Player of the Month. But, hey, you know what? You'll I got one. my discovery. And yeah. I can say I am the first person to ever discover an animated lightning card. Oh, that was I, the I'm next subject. Hold that I, title was, proudly. I was so happy. You know, I, I was a big advocate of that many cards, especially the monthly. And to see something similar to that, they did it even better um, yeah. than the mock up I did. And it, it's just, once I saw that, I was like, it's beautiful. I need it. I need it. even if I don't play with it, I just need it. Um, so yeah, that was fun though. It it was it was a lot of fun to see um just all the cards that were part of it. Um it, it wasn't it, I mean, I like having the event there as well. Um that's one thing I think it's been missing, but because there's a lot of offline grind stuff, which I, I'm I love. I just wish there was a balance a little bit more with if you t tend to want to do online as well, you can have it there. And having this event, just like we had with the WBC program, um, I I love seeing that, um, especially when you need the saves. I mean, I mean, you could go to Conquest if you want to do offline, but if you want to do online, just get a point there and then try to get saved. That's what I did um, mm -hmm. to go from there. But go over the program itself. Matt Chapman was indeed the lightning card, um, but I want to go over the other cards before we go over Chapman. Um, we saw two captain cards, and not only that, there were the first 295 overall captain cards, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about captain cards a little bit later on this podcast. Um, we have in the past what we thought of them, what could be improved, but we'll save that until um, once we go over what we expect from set two. Um, but yeah, Mark Pryor made his debut as a captain card for, and then Carl Santana. Now it feels like these are a little bit more boosted because it's very, the, the cards are, we don't have as many monthly April cards as we would for just particular set one or particular team where they might have 20 plus. Um, but we got uh, Mark Pryor and then we got Carl Santana. The Carl Santana, man, reminds me, uh, I mean, it might be even better. I wish I did uh, a side by side. Actually, I'm going to look that up right now. Um, and what I was thinking here, Kooks, is the Carl Santana that we got last year, the award Santana, I think it was a 95 overall as well. And then we got his uh, monthly awards captain, which is a 95. Um, so I'm very curious what's the difference between them. 
but well, either way if, if you're just talking about attributes to like, I, I don't know which card is better but i'm pretty sure that 95 last year couldn't play catcher so i i think it was only a first baseman if i'm not mistaken so if yeah, that's I might the be case, thinking the signature series from 21 yeah that one that one could play catcher yeah I think the Carlos Santana last year was only locked to first base, which on its own, regardless of what the attributes look like, because you know they're going to be fairly comparable, I'm taking the one that has catcher eligibility 10 times out of 10. That just adds so much more value to the team. A switch hitting catcher other than Adley Rushman is and Jorge Posada are pretty hard to come by. So I'm, I'm taking the catcher version regardless of what the, the attributes look like side by side. Either way, this one beats both of them i mean the one yeah. from 21 was 77 97 um for contact against righties and lefties uh for power against righties was 97 86 and his clutch i had to mention clutch now um was 86 that was the 21 um signature series which did have catcher and first base secondary uh the one from last year like you said was only first base which it was indeed had no secondary contact against righties was 79 uh 111 against lefties and then 97 power both ways and his clutch was 94 this one i mean you read this one off board 118 against righties 125 against lefties for contact power 82 power against lefties is 112 however his clutch 125 Yep. So basically, any time you have someone in scoring position, it's 125 um, as well. And that's not the only catcher switch hitter that we've seen in the monthly program that will have that. And we'll go over those cards real quick. But out of the two captain cards, I mean, Carl Santana definitely seems the better of two. It's so, it, it, I would, it, it's a fortune that Mark Pryor cards don't fit the meta right now. Yeah. It, it just, it's the way it is. But the thing about it is, you know, we like I said, we are going to talk more about captain cards later on in this. And the fact that these ones are 95s, like regardless if if Mark Pryor doesn't have the best, you know, pitch selection for MLB, the show's online meta attributes alone. This is it's still like a usable card. Um, it maybe not going to be like a top five pitch or anything, but it's it's usable. It's it's whatever. And then Carlos Santana is obviously, you know, arguably the best catcher in the game next to Jorge Posada or whoever else, you know. Um, that's the thing I really like about these captains here is that, yes, they have their boosts and the boosts are very good, especially when you get the full tier three. But these are usable cards on their own. And that's, mm -hmm. I think, what's missing from captains. I don't want to get too ahead because we are going to talk about that later. Um but just in terms of what these cards are, not only can you get the boost, but you could just use them on your regular squad and you're going to be doing just fine with them. So, yep. I mean, other than Mark Pryor, because his pitches suck, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if you yeah. had a sneaker, we were on the same really page there, no worries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and th not only that, I mean, that kind of goes for all, I don't, would you call these henchmen? Uh, what do you, just other monthly awards cards, I wouldn't call them henchmen. I, I don't know I don't if know. I call them henchmen because you know usually it's, it's part like of the program yeah they're there there's like some of the featured players yeah i don't know so at, out of the 95s we got alex young justin Steele, jack Swinski, brandon marsh 
um, Estrada from the Giants. Uh, I, those, I was quite surprised when you using, I haven't used it in ranked, but I was quite surprised with Alex Young. The reason why is because of his par. His par is mm. very, um, his control is very good. Um, yes. So his par is very small and you could dot up pitches. Doesn't throw the hardest, but does have meta pitches. I mean, he has a sicker cutter. Um, but if you That's could. Yeah, circle change. I swear, the circle change this year is very useful this year. Oh, absolutely. It's one that it, I feel like it's right, like right beneath the sicker and cutter. Like it's very on being a meta pitch um, because people are expecting the sinker inside sometimes. You throw that circle change off, man, they're way ahead and they just pop up to the infield. I, absolutely. So many times I've got that. So um, circle change has been amazing. But yeah, that Alex Young out of those five has been intrigued me the most. I like Swincy's swing. I will say that. But that card um, out of those five have uh, done me well. Yeah. Um, I haven't used that card in ranked. I'll tell you the card that I actually am really liking is the 95 Justin Steele. Um, okay. Another lefty. Uh, obviously a starting pitcher on this one. But... You know, we're talking about Alex Young's pitch mix. You know, Justin Steele has slider, sinker, circle change, four seam, sweeping curve. You know, he's it's only 107 hits per nine with 103 clutch, so it's nothing that's going to blow you away or anything like that. Um, but he also has fairly high walks per nine, fairly high control. Um, but the thing I like about this card is that he he pitches kind of from the stretch. Like, he doesn't mm -hmm. have a full windup. He just kind of goes. And I love working fast with pitchers. That's why one of the reasons I love using Otani, other than just him being Shohei Otani. Like, I just love how fast I can get rid of the ball and how quickly I can get through innings and at-bats just because, you know, I know where I want to throw the pitch, and I just kind of get into that rhythm. And so I really like him. Plus, I faced him the other day and ranked, and he was kind of tough. I, the movement okay. on his pitches, the the breaking stuff, he, he does have the – um um, uh, he does have 99 break on his card and you know, the, the way some of these pitches move, it's just, he's a little funky. So I like him a lot out of the 95s. Also, yeah, I got to show love to Brandon Marsh. Got to show love. <laughs> you have to, the former angel, he yeah. had a great April. Yeah. The, he has 99 break on the slider. And then I think 96 on the sweeping curve. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, right there, it shows you, I I'll try it out. I have not tried out that card yet. Um, I mean, I only did it probably in events, but I was when I'm in events grinding for that PXP or get the win. I'm just kind. I kind of have something else watching. Like it's like laid back time for me when I play events. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right now I'm I'm I, I know this is not a movie show type, but but you you'll appreciate this. I I never really got into like the Star Wars shows before. Um. So what I'm doing is chronicle order Star Wars. So I eventually get to those shows. So right now I'm on the Clone Wars um animated series because you had to do episode one episode two the film and then um okay so you are watching it in the the yeah, correct okay the correct i was order. about to say yeah. i know this is not mlb the show related but if anybody's <laughs> watching the clone wars do yourself a favor yeah, do not so watch good. it in release order yeah. watch it in chronological order you can yep. find plenty of guides online on how to do it but it makes it so much better and when you get to season seven man oh 
you're oh, gonna, dude everything you're love uh, i'm like i'm attached this is all i've been doing i'm so happy i started this especially when <laughs> i want to that's what i did with a uh, player month grind i just started the the movies just grinding away it makes it oh man it's been uh the episode it's, they're it's, 20 uh, 30 minute episodes so you know they're 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 yeah, but I had to watch like the films first, just so you know, mm-hmm. get get everything going. And those are like two hours before you see. Even the Cold Wars film is like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I'm happy. I I don't really know anything. Like I know all those new shows are great. Don't know anything, and I'm I'm excited to binge watch it all. Um. But yeah, going back it is, to it is uh, good to watch while you're like doing events and stuff. And I mean, yeah. I I like doing. I like I usually watch YouTube videos when I'm grinding through parallel XP grinds or stuff like that. Like so I'm 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 with you. Or just having baseball on in the background, like depending on exactly, if there's games yeah. on. So there's so always something it's to the watch. Mets. Man, yeah. I don't want to watch the Mets right now. It's, just, <laughs> it's been tough, man. It's been very, very yeah, tough. Yeah. I, I think I, they're I've, losing I've today. It's they were losing four nothing at the first time. It's just yeah. Oh, they already started? But they they started at, uh about an hour ago. They were oh, losing wow. for nothing. I'm not sure what it is now, but early day. Either way. Um, moving on to the cards from the player month. Um, now we could go over the 97s. We we kind of figured the 97. Well, actually, all, all the 97s, the only one I didn't know that we'll get is James Outman. Um, but we got Jared Kanellick, uh Cano from the reliever from the Orioles who just bursted on the scene. Uh, especially with his nasty changeup, uh, Jonah Heim, uh, Yandy Diaz, and then Jorge Mateo, uh, mm-hmm. solid, solid choices. Um, I, I really like Canelo's swing, so I, I, I would, if I'm like just randomly doing a theater team or just wanted to try out different cards, Canelo would definitely probably make that lineup. And especially, you can't when you have a righty reliever with Outlier and the picks, Mitch that Cano has, you, I mean, it's going to make your God squad, I would assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, solid, solid 97-year-old cards. Also, like I said before, Jonah Heim has that 125 clutch being a switch hitter catcher, so he's definitely usable, especially if you have him later in your lineup um, and you have a man on base. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, Cano is awesome. That's just... 120 hits per nine, 116 clutch, 99 velo with outlier. Like, card's got everything you want for a reliever that's free to get, by the way. You just got to do the program. You can get them in the pack. You get five of those or six of those 97 overall packs. So as long as you play the program, you're getting all those cards anyway. Um, Yeah, no, he's awesome. And Jonah Heim, like, I, I love using him. I hate when Jonah Heim plays against the Angels because he is an angel killer. Uh, did but you see I love what the scoreboard point. did? No. Uh, at the Angels. So when they were facing the scoreboard, put Jonah Heim has a daughter, but unfortunately, they, uh, he did not name it Anna. So it's <laughs> yeah. Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, he, he would have been Anaheim's daddy. Yeah, he basically is. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm totally the opposite of you. I am horrible with Jared Kelnick. Just oh, okay. terrible with his cards. Like... I remember when he got supercharged a few weeks ago, I was really excited to use him because I'm like, oh, dude, this car, you know, lefty power, put him at the DH spot. Pretty sure I went at least 0 for 10, if not 0 for 15, just could not hit the ball with him. So yeah, it was a card that I was happy to see in there, but not necessarily a card that I will be using uh, very much. Yeah. I that's that's why it's the beauty of it, all personal preference. I his supercharged card, 
Holy moly, I, I went off with that card, I believe. I am hitting over. Now I even use him in BR if I see him because I just love his swing. Go figure, a Met fan has to go through the trouble of playing with a Canelo card when he was the number one prospect for the Mets at one time. But mm-hmm. we're not going to go there. Um, yeah, hey, just forget about it. Just forget about it. Exactly. But he should actually get up um, upgraded probably to a silver come on Friday. But we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, 17 games with his bronze, 588, 20 hits. I'll take that. Seven extra base hits. Either way. Um, let's get back to the monthly program before I go off tangent once again. Uh for the 98 overalls, we got Jose Alvarado, uh, which is gives you mm-hmm. another dominant lefty in your pen. Yep. Um, Brett Rooker, who just came on the scene. I mean, he just decided to wear Mark McGuire's number and just started to rake. Um, but he hits for average as well. Uh, we also got Zach Allen, who's been, I feel like, the most one of the most underrated players, or at least starters, in this whole Major League Baseball. I feel like not enough attention is going on um, with Zach Allen, what he's doing in the majors right now. Uh, yeah. And then Lewis Arise, who's basically, I mean, <laughs> could be the next hitting champ. Of all, I mean, he the way he's hitting right now. Who knows? He'll get to close to Ted Williams, but still, it feels like every night he puts a multi-hit games on. Um, yeah. And then, if there's I think anybody I to do it, it's him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and those are the four. Um, so as you progress in the program, you just unlock one card each. Uh, I mean, all of them. I really like Lewis Arise because I love the Jeff McNeil card, and it just reminds me of a better Jeff McNeil card. Haven't got yeah. to use Zach Gallon, but I'm sure he he's nice with his pitch mix. Uh, Brett Rooker, I mean, 125, 93, 121, 121. The clutch is where it comes down a little bit, being 93, but still yeah. solid card. And then Alvarado is a must put, um, especially if you don't have Chaff and you don't have Soto somehow. Um, Alvarado be plugged right in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, pretty much agree with everything you said. That it, like those cards are. Like the Alvarado is ridiculous for the pen. The um, I think the Brent Rooker card is kind of held back by his uh, his clutch. Um, Arias, literally, I played a game with all the the new cards, and dude, Arias just right off the rip, lead off mm-hmm. home run for the team. So he's got that sneaky power. He, these cards are are pretty solid, you know, up and down here. So I'm I'm really happy with the monthly awards program with all the the players we got and. I actually did really well with Zach Gallant too, which I didn't expect. Awesome. And now I'm the man in the hour. How did it, how did he do for you? My debut went went one for five. Got a okay. did hit a home run. The one was a big one. So I mean okay. that's obviously great. Um but yeah, I, the thing about the Matt Chapman card is that he is very solid, obviously defensively. I think he has shortstop as a secondary too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, so you have that versatility there, but I think for me at this point, um, you know, I have Chipper. I have Fernando at shortstop. I have uh, Derek Jeter at second. Like, I I have my infield from season one basically kind of set. So this Matt Chapman basically needed to just be, like, ridiculous if he wanted to really get a spot. Mm -hmm. But um, that's just for me. I know there's people out there that, you know, might have nobody that they like at shortstop or nobody that they like at third base or whatever it is. So, I mean... At the end of the day, the card is free. It is a very solid 99 overall card. The the offense is there. The fielding is there. Fielding is actually a little bit lower than I expected it to be. It's 90. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be probably 99 knowing Matt Chapman, but then again, I haven't really paid attention to his defense this year. So, um, but regardless, great card, really fun. Um, and overall, I thought the monthly awards program the, for April, I thought it was a, a very, very good start to the year. I agree. And not only that, there's the amount of, with, with the new structure of content, the amount of cards they drops on that Friday um, for free, basically to get you, if you, you haven't unlocked Chipper, Pedro, or Babe yet, it should have got you, if you did all that, should got very closer to um, unlocking them. For me, I was able to get my second choice. I actually went with Pedro. Um, we discussed this, I think, last podcast. I, I, there's multiple reasons. I needed a pitcher, and then eventually down the road, um, use a Mets theme team. He would be part of that. So had to get that Pedro. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, all those cards give you uh, able to unlock those cards, especially with season set one ending on Friday, um, set two coming along. But I, I figured – those collections are still going to be there, even though set two and season two are going to arrive on Friday because set one is still available to use for, I think it's until July 7th. Uh, Yeah. Something like that. I believe so. Whenever, yeah. yeah whenever season three starts, I think it's July 7th, probably the next team. Infinity. When does the all-star game? I was going to figure maybe all-star game will be the next That's team. Infinity. That's probably what it is. Um, yeah. Considering Team Affinity 3 is usually all-star stuff anyway. Let me see. MLB All-Star Game 2023 is... Um, all-star Weekend is oh, July 11th. So, yeah, literally the day oh, yeah. after the All-Star yeah. Game. Yeah. Okay, so we'll know the the um, players who's voted in by then. So, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Um. Either way. So now, now I wonder though. It, so you said what? Uh, July twelfth was when season three was supposed to start. If I look at this details, oh no, July seventh. Yeah, July seventh. Um, July seventh. Okay, yeah. So no, yeah, no. That's that's five days after the season starts. That the stuff. So they will still do like the midnight content drop of all the stuff of all yeah. the home and, and derby. Just be set three cards. Yeah. No, that's that's. That's perfect. Yeah, that's the best way to go about it, too. So um, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I, I'm excited, man. It, just looking ahead. Well, first off, before we look ahead, this was the first time that we got all this content um, structured this way. Um, I know it's set three is where it's we're really going to dig in and feel like, all right, is this going to be the best best way to go about content throughout MLB show or not. Um, but overall, set one, season one, what was your overall feel? How did you like it? Did it kept you motivated to keep on playing each each day in and out? Um, while, and I'm not just asking here for Coos. I'm asking you as a listener, as a player of MLB show 23. I'm very curious what you guys thought of how this went for you as um, – as you went along set one in season one. Yeah, no, I, I mean, so just remember for anybody listening, my opinion is always going to be a little skewed because I'm a content creator and I'm yep. always looking at this game as, you know, I, I'm trying to make content. So for me, 
it, it's season one was great because not only did we get cards that people were excited about right off the rip with all the world baseball classic stuff mlb the show had never done anything like that obviously they hadn't really had a lot of opportunities with you know the world baseball classic not happening for a while but having just, just being season one being focused on the world baseball classic stuff i thought was great um but the first player of the month set was really solid i like the addition of stuff like the charisma program and you know, even the little things like the weekly wonders, they don't do too much, but it's, you know, a little, little bit of extra, like free XP or free stubs. Um, overall, man, I, I really liked what they did with season one. One of the things that I think is a very underrated aspect that not a lot of people talk about is, you know, usually when a new Diamond Dynasty releases or new MLB The Show releases, the first couple months of Diamond Dynasty, you're using, you know, mid to low diamonds. And a lot of these time, a lot of the times it feels like the game, the game's flaws are a little bit more on display, but you have to remember the power curve that you're playing with. I feel like Diamond Dynasty usually plays the best towards the end of the year when you have access to all of those 99s or higher overall cards that are really good in the field. And we had that from day one. So we kind of got to see legitimately this is what the gameplay is like. This is how you should expect it to be all year. Not saying it's perfect. It definitely could get some tweaks here and there. Um, but I mean, just content, gameplay, everything. I I really liked season one. And I, mm -hmm. I expect that season two is just going to be more of the same. But as we've said on this show, it's really when season three drops. That's when the biggest shift is really going to be because... You know, I, I know I love my 99 World Baseball Classic Trout. I love my 99 World Baseball Classic Otani. I love, you know, the the charisma Ken Griffey Jr. When season three comes out and those cards aren't available to be used, you know, they're, I'm, I love those cards. I'm kind of attached to those cards in a way. Yeah. So it, that's, that's really going to be the biggest shift for this whole thing. But overall, season one, big fan, really liked it. Um, I did feel like there were a couple maybe a week or two that just felt really kind of dead with the content. Like, you know, we got like a diamond duo on Tuesday and then another diamond duo on Friday or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I would like maybe every week to have like something a little bit bigger than just like a random pack here and there. Um, but then again, you know, with the manpower they have, the content they put out overall still thought it was a very successful season. Yeah. For something different and being ref it, it felt refreshing right yes um and it definitely felt like i was kind of playing at the game what like you said like more towards end game type of feel because with these 99s coming out and um with that it for me it made me want to grind and reach something even if i don't play a ranked it still felt like, oh, right, I need to get this card because it, it might, I might not have another shot getting this card. Um, even if this card I want to use in the wild card spot set set three, like for me and Chipper, like it made me want to keep on grinding um, and try to achieve uh, just collections. I never had that yeah. before. Even if I don't play, like I, I admit it, I played a rank game um, two days ago. I was going to try to make a run for World Series, face the cap. In the first inning, got a home run, but then the cap hit a two-run shot for me. It was one of those under. I was like, all right, I'm just quitting. I I, I have yeah. no fun. I have no fun <laughs> playing ranked right now. So it's BR events and just now 
try and get these collections because I'm out enjoying doing these collections. Um, yep. I found ways of making that more enjoyable to me. And I definitely what they want to do um, with the, just giving you the 99s, the high old rolls from the start, it makes it worthwhile. Um, and I think that was achieved in set one season one and we'll see where it go forward. I'm excited for set two. I will tell you that Cooks. We've been seeing some previews all this week. I don't even know where to start with that. Um, I, I, let's just start with some of the new series that we've seen. Yes. I, so we we the... could say that we're, we don't know. We're not going to talk about them, but yeah. there were, uh, say we, there was leaks. We, some stuff know what came out that yeah. wasn't supposed to come out. Um, but out of respect for the devs, we'll, we'll hold yep. off on talking about that. The, the stuff comes out tomorrow. Like, yeah, it, exactly. It's okay. But we this, do know this they podcast have confirmed... comes out tomorrow too. So <laughs> <laughs> they have confirmed the uh, the incognito series, the yes. uh, the with basically either alter egos or nicknames or whatever. Like, well, what do you think about all this stuff? It's like a comic style like card, which I like. Um, what what's interesting me was that they were the same overalls, all ninety sevens, yeah. and I like that. Yes, I do. I I, I like that that. Each, I don't know how set three is going to be, especially being mid-season, but for the first two sets and the first, I like how they're all 97s, um, and they they're, they will be playable. I mean, there was a lot of those 97s um, from Team Infinity 1. I'll still plug in my lineup today, even with the 99s that we have, um, because they're just that usable. Overalls are overrated. Um, but yeah, I, I like the series. There were some few names that I really liked, um seen there um so we i think we got the ale east so far is that it and then we just uh, no we got the al al east and, and the, uh and the nl the west. west nl west i got the east up here which is uh kevin euclid uh T tyler glass now eddie murphy jose barrels and nesta cortez jr i'm trying to think who was for the west i know muncie was the there, nl which makes I, I got sense. the uh the nl west is I have it right here. Uh, NL West, we have um, Padres. We have Tony Gwynn, Mr. Padre. Yes. Uh, for the Diamondbacks, we have Slick Nick, Nick Ahmed for the D-backs okay. there. Um, Underrated the Dodgers, swing, by the way. Just yeah, no, the, solid silver. Um, mm -hmm. 97, Max Muncy, Funky Muncy for the Dodgers. Uh, we get our first high diamond, Matt Kane, the horse. There we go. Um, and then CJ Crone, 97 overall, big fella uh, on his card there. So, yeah, that's the uh, uh, the NL West. I, if I if I had to choose one, you know where we're going to go with this. I'm going to choose Muncie. Yeah, I'm, and, and a lot of people are saying that's probably guy. why he wasn't in the monthly awards program. People were yeah. like, that's Which probably what it was. I'm, I'm very curious if Acuna might be in the NL East then. Oh no, he was the TA one. Never mind, he wouldn't be. Oh yeah. It would be kind of weird to do the same card. Yeah. So that's probably the other one. Okay. Um, they also announced for packs, Alter Ego, um, pack number one. For the base round, we got Scott Barlow from the Royals. We got Richie Ashford sighting um, from the Phillies. We got Mitch Garver getting a 97. Uh, we got Jim Palmer and then Chris Taylor. Out of those, I mean, there's a couple. Uh, I love using Chris Taylor cards. Uh, Mitch Garver intrigues me. And I'm not going to lie. If Scott Barlow 
he used to i think he used no that's i'm thinking of the stalmet never mind i'm thinking stalmet yeah, yeah 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 that's I what know, i'm thinking yeah. about never mind um but yeah the ct3 um chris taylor definitely because i loved his his postseason card um from previous years so yeah um and did you see the uh the rare round of that you could go ahead i did see i'm scared though <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the same pack, the, the players that Scuffy just uh, listed were the base rounds. Um, and then we got the rare round, as we always do. Starting it off with 99, Ryan Sandberg. First time we're seeing a, a good diamond version of him this year. Yep. Um, honestly, kind of forgot he was in the game. Was he in the game last year? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure was he was. He? I kind of forgot about him, honestly. Um, but he's in the game again this year, 99 <laughs> overall. Uh, and then... We have 99, the Say Hey Kid, Willie Mays. Ooh. I mean, it's 99 Willie Mays, man. It, 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 remember how long it took to get a good Willie Mays last year? Like, it's, was that last year? Love, it was like until like September or even more? No, than no. That? You know what it was last year? Last year they gave him that Takashi World Series reward. Oh, that was yeah, like yeah, a yeah, good yeah, 99, yeah. but then they never yeah. gave him the higher overall the one. Best, yeah, the yeah. one that he should have gotten. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see this now. And th this should be like the actual good one. Um, and then we got 99 Clayton Kershaw. 99 Kershaw is back. Uh, yeah. And um, the yeah. thing is, we don't know what the attributes going to feel like because it's a new series, but just thinking it's going to be end game card. I mean, he's going to be good. He's, he's yeah. going to be good, Scuffy. That's all you and, need to know. <laughs> and especially being a lefty, like, uh, Oh, I have 220 stubs here, Koo. So I just buy them off the market come Friday. I, I would hold off. I'll, I'll wait. hold off. I will yeah. wait because I I know you know there there's there's going to be plenty <laughs> of stuff in season two. I think I think you know. Yeah, I, I, I like where you're alluding to, but um, that's yeah, about it. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll we'll definitely see. I, I like how that we're going to have uh, more packs. I like how there's a new series. Um, yep. Never seen this before. I mean, you're going to need that with how much content they're putting out um, each, like throughout the year. So I'm curious, how many cards did we get in set ones? 260. No, was we it, got more than more? 260. Was enough to get the three collection packs. Three. But there were way more than 260 cards. There were probably yeah. upwards of three, three something. Because yeah. there was core cards, there was. Well, I'm I'm just talking about pure set one cards. Core just cards, you have every live series card in the game, and that's a lot. So, yeah, I wonder if I can um, look in the inventory to filter just set one. You might be, yeah, it'd be possible. Okay, there's 41 pages, and there is eight cards. And I'm just going to go all the way to 41, just to make sure there is eight cards in 41 page. All right, 40 times eight is 320 and then plus seven there are th 327 set one cards yep damn and i i did get um <laughs> i did get my uh my third collection pack the other day so i did pick up pedro martinez um and uh did you get any of the collections did you get chip you got chipper right i got chipper and pedro okay That's so you didn't it. get babe no i'm not even gonna shoot for it See, my my thing is like the 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 only issue I had with the collections for set one is that in, in my personal opinion, when I look at those three cards, to me, Pedro feels like the third pick. He does. Like, 
I, I, I hope that going forward, the like not just set to but other collections down the line. I hope there is a more, um, like a, a bigger Harder choice decision. element. Yeah, because yeah, you know, for like Chipper right now is still arguably the best card in the entire game. Babe Ruth. It's you know even if like I'm not the best with Babe Ruth, it's really difficult to sit a player that has 125 contact <laughs> power and clutch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, I hope in the next seasons, not just season two, but but further on, I hope there is really good choice elements um, because to me that makes it that that much more exciting, and to me that makes it that much more enticing to actually go out of your way to get more cards to get those collections done. Exactly. No, I'm with you. Um, and, and you would figure, babe, I'm, I'm at 207. I, I don't feel like, I feel like resting a little bit and come tomorrow, I'm going to want to grind all set too. Um, yeah. That's how I'm going to feel. I'm going to be ready for those showdowns. Dude, I'm looking, I love doing showdowns. I, like I told you, I, I mentioned this before. I'm really looking forward tomorrow to play these showdowns. Yep. Um, but I do them the, the not convenient way by just <laughs> picking my team and then going to the boss. Um, but either way, I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah. um, question. Um, so one thing I'm doing to prepare for season two is I'm buying a ton of 79 overall silvers um, okay. because I am actually going to try to get the exchanges done on day one of Team Affinity. It's 600,000 per division. Um, and it only gives you like if we're just basing it on what Team Affinity One did, it'll give you a little bit less than twenty k in the actual program. Okay, probably not worth it when it comes to stub value. But I've opened a lot of packs in season one, so I do have a good base of cards that I can exchange. Um, so I'm curious, are you what's what's your plan? I know you said you like showdowns. What's your plan going into season two? Are you going to go straight for Team Affinity? Are you going to start grinding? Cause we are getting a new rank season. Right? Like, I don't know if you're right into that. Like what, what's your plan yeah. kind of going into the actual season? I'm just going to uh, do the showdowns. Cause I love them. And then like I did with team fitting this year, I'll, I'll unlock it when I unlock it. Okay. For me. Um, I, I, I feel like I, I didn't play ranked like for the new rank season. I don't plan to play right away. Um, I plan to just, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Like, do because, I want to play know, ranked? It's, it's there's going to be so much to do. You have, yeah. packs, you have team. I, I think I just got, I'm going to have to see everything first, but I'm yeah. definitely going to be started with the showdowns. Cause I just want to play them. Um, and then that's all we get, right? It's just the team fitting and the packs. And then we team have Affinity the roster packs. We're getting a new rank season. We're getting a new roster update. We'll get new collections. Uh, yeah. We'll get new. We'll start getting the may tops. Now I'm sure. Um, okay. There might even yep. be like a, like, cause tech when the game launched, it did come with a world baseball like classic the WBC program. program. We don't so have there that. might, but maybe there's going to be an incognito program, uh, you know, cool. or a, you know, whatever. Then I will play. I'll probably do that. See what type of cards they have, because I felt, yeah, if they have something like that, that replicates what the WBC program was, I'll probably start in that because I never finished the WBC program. And I kind of wish I started from the beginning um, when it first dropped and now mm -hmm. I know not to make the same mistake twice. So yeah, if there's something like that, I'll probably do the showdowns for team infinity and then start that program and then see where, what else, see where it goes. It. Yeah. 
I will probably play some BR because of up, uh, the roster update. See who's new up there um, and get those stubs just in case, you know, I want to buy the cards from the packs. Yeah. No, the so, packs are enticing, man. Yeah. I, I I usually just buy them off the market now. I mean, yeah. But the the thing That's is, like, yeah. Uh, be, oh, we, we didn't even go over, which we I, I'm glad we saved it for less. Um, we already found out what the captain, well, some captain cards are, uh, come, come set to. And the first thing that we noticed was the overall, um, and that was them being 92 overalls, just like we saw with set one. So basically it's going to be very similar template that we see for team infinity one, 92 captains and then 97, um, players or bosses, whatever you want to call them. Um, and, oh, we didn't even go over the bosses. Oh, we don't know the bosses yet. I don't know what you're talking about, Scuffy. The, the XP program. They, they didn't mention that yet. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear. Oh anything. yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, team infinity, uh, captain said they released Mark McGuire from the central and central Kyle Hendricks, Nick Lodolo, uh, David Bendar, uh, Greg Vaughn, and then from the AL East, we got Vlad Jr., Whitey Ford, Yandy Diaz, John Means, and then Enrique Hernandez. I think the first thing that took um, our eye was captains are still 92. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know what the boosts are. They could make the boosts even greater than we saw the original batch, but in, I mean, Throughout the community eyes, I mean, how many captain cards were being used just due to the limitation of them being a 92 um, from last year? I mean, Dave Wright was probably, and Trevor Hoffman were probably the biggest two that you've seen, but nothing really much of anything else. Yeah. And this brings um, it back to question, like, is this going to work? Well, that that goes back to the point that we were talking about earlier with the, uh, uh, what's it called? Um monthly awards captains it's like you know not only are those cards solid captains if you want to use a full monthly awards team but they're actually like good cards on their own at least carlos santana is um because you know in in order to actually get use out of the captain you have to build that full entire team and i get it like that's what the captains are there for i'm not saying you got to make the captains insanely juiced or anything like that because the whole point is building a theme team you're you're building it with an idea in mind you're sacrificing those god squad-esque players in order to build a team around whatever theme is there Mm -hmm. and but i think the thing is like you know for a lot at least for the people that i see because you know obviously there's a lot of people that don't post on twitter when they're talking about their teams and stuff like that you know I just feel like what you have to give up for to actually get the full boost out of the captain is almost just not worth it just because of how easy it is to get high diamond cards this year and how easy it is to get, you know, 99 overall players everywhere on your God squad. And, you know, there's so many players available. It just doesn't really feel like it's worth it to really limit your team in a way that, you know, almost hurts the team build because Mm. you're trying to fit the mold of what the captain can do. So I think that's why people are just like, Hey, if like, we're not asking for these captains to be 99 overall players, 
I think that 95 is a perfect level because it's lower than what the team affinity players are. It's obviously not a 99, so it's not going to be insanely juiced. Yeah, the Carlos Santana, dude, he may be, he may as well be a 99. That card's (laughs) ridiculous. But just the idea, it's like, okay, you know, that at least I think would let people be more willing to even just do like a tier two boost with their captain. You know, if you have a 95 Santana, and, you know, you, you want to get just the tier two boost. You know, you don't have to fill your entire team. You can still use a couple cards that you want to use. Granted, this is with the idea that you're trying to build a really good team instead of a theme team. And I think that's where MLB The Show is trying to find that middle ground. Because the, the whole point of Diamond Dynasty is you're getting these cards to add to your team. And you can build your team however you want. But if you want to go into ranked seasons and build an actual really good competitive team... Sometimes it feels like that captain boost just isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what your take on this is. Do you think we should be getting any like like downgrades from using certain captains? Because I, I who is it? Santana. Let me go to his card real quick. I think if you just have the tier two boost on Carlos Santana, uh, where is he? There he is. Um, if you have the tier two boost, you still lose. My, you still get minus three fielding ability to me the, the like the downgrade part doesn't make sense yeah. because if i'm already having to sacrifice enough on my team to make this this captain build worth it why am i now getting penalized too like i'm already getting penalized or not penalized i'm not i'm already making the sacrifice of not using mm-hmm. the best cards in the game to fit this certain team build why am i now why does it feel like my team is now getting worse in an area because I'm building it in a certain way. I, like, I don't really get that aspect of it. Maybe a tier one I can see, but I don't know. If you're going tier two or tier three, I don't think there should be any negative boost abilities. No, I agree with that. Uh, I see why there will be a negative because that's where the captain is not the best at, um, whether it's fielding or something like that. But yeah, by by like you said making the sacrifice of actually using the captains and you want me to use the i feel like they want you to try it out these different team teams it's kind of hard to do that when you see that negative there um doing that so yeah i like i understand where the like where both sides are coming from yeah um but yeah especially if you're tier two tier three uh i feel like that should have nothing yeah, I like negative. the idea is there. Like I, I get it. Yeah. Like you know Carlos Santana, not the greatest fielder. So like that that yeah. makes sense, but that that's a cool idea, but it I think when you're talking about it in actual gameplay, like I I don't I don't think it actually benefits anything to the player. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm with you there. But we'll see. I'm very curious to see what the boosts are for these if it's very similar or they actually um get boosted up more now i had a question did we see a captain card brooks robinson in the tech test wasn't that a 99 yeah that was but i I think that was kind of more of a a bullet glitch or either either a bug or just an un un uh unintended thing because obviously brooks robinson that was not a captain card i'm pretty Um, sure that was like an awards card or something like that i feel like the last set that we're going to get this year or maybe the finest all going to be captain cars. Like captain that would be finest. awesome. That would be pretty cool. I, it I would like make sense, right? The, uh, yeah. I feel like they probably would have to change the card art a little bit, but yeah. Um, 
but uh, the idea the, yeah if finest captains would be sick yeah so um we'll see we shall see uh either way season two set two if you said it before we started the podcast it feels like a another launch of the game um it really feels like a new season um because we, we we go through new like we've been here where we get new team infinity and the hype is there for friday and then throughout the weekend you're able to get those cards pretty quickly now it's it's much different there's much more that's going to be on top of that and we've seen that with set one um especially with the, how these overalls are coming so uh, i'm more excited i'm sure they're going to adjust what they think is best what they saw from set one because that's what they said this is the first time they're doing it. they love to hear the feedback so the more feedback we give them um the more they'll listen to us um one thing that we just hope to see more is the captain cards get a little bit more boosted as we see as the year goes on um but yeah i i think we are i mean next episode is going to be a big one because if we go over everything what's the new yeah. bosses what's the new collections what have we done so far what we plan to do and i'm sure they'll have other announcements coming our way for next week um roster updates by the way are you are, did you do anything for investments or just going to take as it is? No, I, the only, yeah, the only I haven't done any of this I'm doing year. is yeah. The only buying and selling I have done is for uh, exchanges. So now I haven't or, done yeah. collections. Um, so I'm, I, I expect no one there and I don't get downgraded. So hopefully his card is a little bit cheaper. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him, but um, hopefully like he, he gets it together. He was starting to put up better at bats the other day, but I, I don't uh, think it's turned into anything consistent yet. Yeah, exactly. So we'll yeah, see. He's, he's falling off right now. We shall see. Also, um, before I left, uh, there was news yesterday that I want to mention. Um, first esports event announced this year. I was kind of expecting SDS announce their esports. I thought it would be last week because I feel like every Memorial Day, it's like the third or fourth qualifier um, that they put on for the spring circuit or the summer circuit, whatever they want to call it. And I really thought we'll get one, but we didn't get anything. But either way, um, we got our first eSports announcement, and it comes from a Major League Baseball team, and that is the Tampa Bay Rays. They are going to put on the Sunburst Invitational. Um, it's a 10K pool, 8K to the first place, 2K for the runner-up. It's a Cougs. Here's the interesting part. It's actually the finals will be a live land event where they will fly down the two uh, contestants to Tampa um, to go out full sail university and play head to head against each other live full on production. Um, I can't wait to see that. I don't think we ever seen that before in the MLB show. So it's going to be, especially esports. Um, luckily, I am going to be there. Um, I will be commentating, doing um, not play-by-play because we got Thuni and myself um, being the commentators for this. We have three events, uh, two online and then one uh, live in August. And that's, I believe it's August 28th. It's a m Monday. Yeah, August 28th will be the live event. I can't wait. Um, it's going to be fun. And it's a little bit different. It's not Diamond Dynasty. It's regs. It's Tampa Bay versus Tampa Bay to keep the even keel approach. Um, there's no one's going to have advantage of, say, I have this player or you have that player. They're all going to have the same players. The strategy is going to be within the roster itself. And uh, I'm very intrigued to see how that goes. Yeah, it's going to be sick, man. Finally, we got a good 
start to the esports scene here in MLB 23, and hopefully it continues to grow. Congratulations on getting the opportunity to do that. To do that, I will definitely be watching. I appreciate. It. Um, I'm hoping more teams do it too. Not just like the Rays. I hope other teams pick that up because we've seen that in other sports. We've seen that in Madden. Um, there's always. I think Madden has all 32 teams that do. Like they have the player championship for that particular team. Um, I'm not sure if 2K does it. I know NHL. Some NHL teams do it. I know Lightning do it. Um, and it's funny because Kreider just hosted an event with the D- Detroit Lions of all all teams just yeah. this past Saturday which was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, the more the merrier. Sports I'll, is coming, man. Yeah, can't wait. Anyway, Cougs, I wish you the – I mean, I rest up, have, you know, sit back, watch some baseball, watch wherever, get ready for tomorrow. And that's that's not just for you. That's why everyone that's listening right now – well, if you're listening on Friday, get ready. It's Today's the day. Right? <laughs> yeah. You better get ready. Uh, I hope they you're have already a ready. Stream. <laughs> they have a live stream today. Um, if you're li- well, you're listening this on Friday. It's uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific. That's 2 p.m. Eastern. So make sure to tune in there. They'll give you a lot more info over there. We'll be talking about set two, season two, all next week. Uh, I, yeah, happy grinding all, grinding all, and yeah, we'll catch you next time on Inside the Show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Inside the Show PC. You'll co- also follow us on YouTube, YouTube slash inside the show be sure to hit thumbs up in today's video and sub to channel if you haven't already find my boy kooks at kooks 46 on twitter find all socials there i'm at scuffy tv you guys have fun grinding set two season two catch you next time peace out